ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Porter, and today I bring with me a new exciting person to interview, Matt Zinman. Welcome, Matt. Hey, Janice. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Um, Matt and I met through a referral. Oh, what a surprise. I love it when people that I adore and uh, am connected to introduce me to more interesting people. So let me tell you a little bit about Matt. Matt is a difference maker devoted to personally enriching the lives of at least 100 million people by 2025. That's a huge um, goal, and I'm going to talk about that with you in a moment. Sure. Matt has a new book called Zisms Insights to Live By, and it's based on his experiences as an entrepreneur, an athlete, a single parent, a caregiver, and a nonprofit founder. He is also the host of Insights to Live By, a, a new podcast that invites guests to share their own pearls of wisdom. He's the CEO of the Internship Institute, which he established in 2007 to make experience matter. And Matt, you're coming to us from Philadelphia, correct? I am, yes. What's it like there today? Oh, it's, uh, it's in and out. It's not raining, so I'm good with that. Just like <laughs> yeah, take a walk here. and stretch and you know, awesome. keep the energy up. So let's jump right into that, enriching the lives of at least 100 million people by 2025. That's a big goal. And how, how is that going to, how does that look? Sure. Well, it, it, it's important to me to be as specific as possible when I set goals. Okay. And as, uh, as much as I've been very focused on the nonprofit uh, and, and working with employers and helping them set up internship programs is mainly what the Internship Institute does. As things unfolded with the book, I it was on similar interviews and I'm thinking, well, I, you know, I'm here. I want to positively impact as many people as possible and it was just not it just didn't feel specific enough okay and you know setting an objective you know putting a number to it what by when (laughs) and i you know it really is about life enrichment and you know the book culminates with uh, a life enrichment action plan so Mm -hmm. that's you know enrichment at the base and and quality of life and i thought well 10 but then, you know, social media and five years, if I can do 10, I can do 100. And, uh, and, and that has led me to start the podcast. I'd love to think that I'd have that large of an audience. Right. Uh, but, but ultimately, I'm looking to uh, escalate that into uh, doing uh, inspirational speaking. Love it. I think that's, that's amazing. And, and from what I've heard and from our conversations already, I, I think that you will easily inspire people. You've had a lot of experience along the way in different areas as well. So let's go right into the book. Let's, let's talk about, first of all, what is a Zism? Sure. Well, Zisms are insights to live by, the, you know, those pearls of wisdom we all have. Um, you know, people might say mantras, credos, guiding principles, okay. but it's that advice that you always give people. It's that 
you know, those reminders that you give yourself uh, to, to stay on course of what's meaningful to you. And so that was just the, you know, the, the umbrella of encapsulating, you know, all the different uh, experiences I've had through the years and, you know, putting as much of myself into the book as I, as I, uh, as I did. And, uh, and also acknowledging that, you know, with the podcast, for example, I'm having guests on to talk about, you know, their insights to live by, and I get to be on the other side of the microphone. In that case, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so something's coming to me that I have to ask you, because when we talk about our pearls of wisdom, our Z-isms, how many, or was there one in particular, you can answer whichever piece you want, um, of your pearls of wisdom came from your parents? Hmm. Or was it the complete opposite? <laughs> well, it's interesting. You know, my, my, my parents are, are gone for some time. Um, but I will say that, you know, part of my life experience, and it, it sounds, you know, it was very tragic. You know, my mom had a terminal illness in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And it, it, was, it was very challenging. You know, as, as, you know, everybody's been through all sure. of the challenges they have in their life, that being one for me. And at the heart of the book certainly relates to that which is the, the thought around earned confidence. And it's something I've been talking about for a very long time. And what that means, and, and it is chapter one. Yeah, go ahead. Is that, uh, you know, we've all been through, right, everything, and we're still standing. And so it, it's really a reminder to stay grounded and in the present and recognize that, you know, you've proven yourself to yourself, that you, you know, all of us are fully capable of dealing with things in real time. And we do not have to get caught up in worry or, you know, anxiety to a certain degree is natural, you know, in some ways, sometimes in a positive way, but not in the negative way um, about having that kind of negativity around the uh, things that aren't certain to happen or holding on to regrets or holding um, grudges against people. It's really rooted in gratitude and it's rooted in. Uh, kindness towards oneself. So that's, that's, and that's where it starts, I guess, yeah, for sure. And, and, okay. So I'm a worrier. Yes. And uh, I'm, tr- I'm, even though there's no try, I'm more conscious of um, living in the moment, especially since, as we talked earlier about my granddaughter, I have a grandchild now and I have to take every piece in that I can while I'm here. You know what I mean? I waited a long time to be a grandma and um, so I'm quite happy with that word and that role. And uh, I want to enjoy every minute of it and not worry, right? Sure. And that's where, it's, that's where it feels the most to me. But I worry all the time. And that's not healthy. Well, you know, the first thing I heard you say was I'm a worrier. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that stuck out. And worry to a large extent is... Uh, something that we we get conditioned to do. Uh, it, it is a habit. And to answer your question about well, what do you do to combat it, it's important to recognize that when you're worrying about something, number one, you're having an expectation about something you do not want to happen. Right. And, it's negative. It's all negative energy, right? Right. And then when, hopefully, most of the time, whatever you're worried about does not happen, that's when you have to stop and really reflect. And say, well, what did I do to myself? You know, what did I put myself through unnecessarily? Yes. That's kind of how you, you know, you, you untrain and break the habit. But the other thing, honestly, Janice, is that there's another aspect of it 
there being a, a personal responsibility in terms of your own energy, how you affect other people. Mm-hmm. So if you're a worrier and you know, we're all there to lean on one another for dealing with the real, but if you're somebody who worries and you start spreading that yes. by calling friends or talking too much about it, now you're kind of imposing that unnecessarily onto other people. Now you're that person they don't want to pick up the phone to talk to. So you don't want to be that person. Well, I mean, right. I mean, again, your true friends and family know that we're there for each other. Sure. But at the same time, I think that it helps to break the habit by recognizing that, you know, number one, I put myself through something that I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And then another motive not to put my, my loved ones through anything as well. Yeah, I didn't mean to go down a dark hole there, but um, it, it was just that, yeah, you brought that up to make me aware of it. And I, and I, and I saw it. And so that's good. That's good. No, and I don't find that a dark hole at all. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, you know, you have to constantly train, you know, it's practice just like everything, everything else. In, else in right? life. There's yeah. a lot of people who say I'm a worrier out there. So I'm not going to so, say that anymore. I'm living you, in the present. That's good. Yeah. yeah catch yourself the next time. And I'm sure there's other people hearing this that can relate. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's shift a little now. I'm, I'm looking at the different highlights, um, uh, the key topics in your book. And, uh, and that those are really helpful because a couple of them have jumped out at me that I'm curious about. So the next one that I'm looking at is in the, the key topic of personal interactions, because I'm all about building relationships and interactions with people. And, and it's called combating spiders or manipulators. Talk to right. me about that. Yeah, the be aware of spiders is really something that, um, and that's chapter two. Okay. Right? Uh, and and it, it's one of those life lessons that also was a key concept that I felt a responsibility to write about. And although I, I almost didn't put this in the book, because it's like, which one of these is not like the other? This is the, <laughs> oh. this is the cautionary tale chapter. But the fact is, is that we have so many moving parts, both about ourselves, as well as trying to size other people up. And it's difficult to find where you can look for those data points that are still. It's either a this or a that. So in this case, there are only two kinds of people in the world. There are spiders and there are those who get caught in webs. Okay. And so when you're talking about a spider, it's someone who's a manipulator. It's someone who makes a conscious decision to impose their will in a planned way onto other people. You either do that or you don't. Mm-hmm. Now, some cases... Is it positive or negative? Or is well, it- you know, it doesn't make that person necessarily a bad person. It does, you know, context matters. Mm-hmm. You know, any number of people might be in a politically charged environment at work. And it's, you know, you have to feed your family. And that's a survival mm-hmm. instinct that you have mm-hmm. to put into play that you would never be, you know, consciously manipulative of you know, your family, your friends, people, you know, all the people you care about. Right. So that's an example. But the rest of us, as much as anybody who does that might be putting energy into doing it, the rest of us, you know, remain oblivious. We, we don't want to be on guard. We don't want to be you know, distrustful of other people. So, and that's good, right? I, I like to live my, my life that way. But we also let ourselves be vulnerable. We let ourselves be willing to be burned mm-hmm. in exchange for that vulnerability. So how do you recognize who are the spiders in your life? It's one of the uh, exercises in, you know, okay. in the late chapter, you know, all the reflection, um, you know, that's part of the leap plan. Uh, and, and I think 
I've heard a lot about this topic since the book has come out. People seem to relate to it. And once you become aware of who those people are, you, it doesn't mean you have to distrust them. Again, it might be, you know, somebody who would never do that to you, mm-hmm. but it, it, it is good to keep in mind. And, and, and I think the people who are non-spiders, we almost feel guilty about doubting other people that they might not have our best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those spider senses, you know, just continuing sure. the, the metaphor, you know, an example here would be, uh, you know, if you're somebody who has a hard time saying no, you know, you're a people pleaser. So, hey, I really need to say no. <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, you know who you are, but the, the, the challenge there is that you're making yourself vulnerable to be manipulated. And it's really a double hit when you don't say no. And then you have to do whatever it is that you didn't say no to and your self-esteem, right? You feel terrible about having to do that knowing you should have. So that really does come back to earn confidence. It comes back in rooting into what does it mean to be kind to myself? That's another this or that. You're either being kind or you're not. Mm-hmm. And, and those things all you know, work together to uh, you know, help you navigate not getting caught in webs in this case. Interesting. Yeah, that's really, really, <laughs> I, I feel kind of, do you have to be one or the other, right? There's no in between, really. There really isn't. There's only one, there's only, in my view, there isn't. My, you know, everyone has their own viewpoint and experience. This is certainly what well, I Well, in shared. your metaphor, there's no in-between. There's You're no in-between. Yeah. No, because it's a conscious decision somebody makes to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, if, if, if it's a fat, like, I think of the exception of that's, you know, what isn't a spider? Well, if somebody is kind of just that way, it's like, you know, Aunt Jane, you know, yeah, she's yeah. just always, you know, twisting me, twisting my arm, but it's kind of like, oh, it's her being her. You know, you could kind of tell the difference. Like she's not trying to be manipulative. You know, that's, that's a little bit different. But the third kind would be people who are through experience, uh, learn how not to get caught in webs. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. non-spiders who, who, who know how to navigate. Yeah. So that's really the goal is to get into that category. That's right. Of course. Um, okay. So, uh, I have to think about, um, when you talk about a lot of what you what you talk about, I think in your book is about self discovery and self awareness and looking after you first, right? Correct. Um, so now, and I'm wondering actually. So now I want to move out to you know, and the spider thing, you know, being aware of other people and how we relate to other people, and and just want to sideline for a second to. Uh, I know you ran successfully this um, entre- or, um, the ins- the um, internship uh, institute. Sorry, internship. I couldn't remember the word. Internship sure. institute. So you're dealing with um, employers that were going to be high, um, uh, bringing interns into their business, and and how do they treat the interns? How should the interns, you know, be? Uh, be treated or treat the employers and there's a whole other story there but but how did that experience of over the years come into your book how like do you do you think different um generations when you were writing your book do you think from your own perspective and our you know your generation just you get what i'm asking i do i i think that you know, there are a number of ways that it does in, in terms of, I mean, I've been at that for, you know, 15 years and I, I have worked on the student side, you know, with training courses and things. I, I'd say there are really two things that come to mind. One earlier in the book, 
it's you know, some of it is well what do i wish my younger self knew right so there's okay. a chapter on prevention okay. uh, and uh you know like when i my son jake uh just turned 19 and he went, started college last year and you know as a, I, I wrote him a letter when i dropped him off at his dorm you know all oh. the things that, uh, and uh, it, with his permission that's also in that chapter right. which comes to mind and well what are you know and it was a win janice he he did read the book so oh, awesome so that was a yeah. good uh, that was you know, not entirely willingly, but he, he <laughs> but he'll read it again later. He'll, he'll read it again later. So, but the fact is, is that in working with the different students, although I know, I know you asked the employer question. Well, both, I'm thinking, both. Yeah. I mean, they're just simply not prepared. You know, there's just no substitute for experience. So things around emotional intelligence and critical thinking and personal mm -hmm. communication, especially, you know, in this generation, as yeah. you, as you point to that, that's number one for employers. Uh, you know, all of those elements are certainly built into the book in different ways and also on the career side. So later in the book, when it comes to those who are in transition, um, I've done grants for military uh, to, to help them. It's not just college interns. Disadvantaged youth would be another, um, you know, area of, of, of where we've lended uh, assistance. And there are certain techniques about job seeking uh, that, uh, that are also in the book for the individual later on. As far as the employers go, it really is a case-by-case -case basis. Um, certainly, is, you know, that would be the case no matter what, but they all have different motives, and we certainly reinforce things like the importance of paying the interns, um, you know, however, you know, if that's at all possible, and, 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 and so forth, and how you, how you treat them by simply giving them good work and, and, and not you know, wasting their, their talents in, in right. that way, so they do get the experience. But, um, you know, the, you know, we basically put the programs in place and then the employers do what they do. Yeah. You know, that's we train true. the supervisors, we put mentoring programs in place, we layer those in. So, you know, once that's, that program's installed or planted or, or what have you, um, they don't, they don't quite need us as much. That's right. kind, of, kind of the point. Yeah, I know that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. All right. I'm going to the next section of sure. the um, topics. Uh, the key topics, and I'm looking at uh, amplifying gratitude beyond the law of attraction. Now, I'm all about gratitude. I'm all about showing people that you care and building relationships and nurturing them and, and being top of mind at the same time. So what's your take on this amplifying gratitude? What does that mean? Right. Well, for frame of reference, you know, your, your, your questions are great because you're kind of like hitting high points in just different parts of, of, of the book. And you've got that that whole front end around self-discovery and mindset and awareness, and then the personal interactions around the spiders and, you know, the internal, the external, and now you're getting into, you know, around heightening mindfulness. And certainly the law of attraction is something that, you know, has to be acknowledged. I think, you know, a lot of people are familiar with it. You either, you know, you can buy into it or not, you know, for whatever it is, uh, you know, it's rooted, at, you know, at, at, at its full uh, understanding around quantum physics. Right. So, you know, there's a science there, but let's just put all of that aside and, and, rec and, and focus in on gratitude because gratitude is really what fuels it. Mm -hmm. And I think for anyone who's not really a big, you know, I'm not big, well, what's that, you know, I, I hear woo-woo, which is uh, something I've never really <laughs> quite heard before. But I think anyone individually recognizes that gratitude is where the, you know, joy in life and enrichment and, and being present and really you know, experiencing things as, uh, as, as positively as you can. Uh, is, is really the best parts of what life is. So you, know, you don't have to worry too much about following a law of attraction as much as just fueling by gratitude. 
whether you believe in it or, or, or not. You know, for me, the way I summarize it is that what we expect tends to happen. Mm-hmm. That's generally what, mm-hmm. what, it, what, it, what it's saying. So, oh, I always worry about money, so you don't have money. You know, that, that's right. what they talk about. Right. But then I want to connect it back to what we talked about earlier around worrying and having an expectation of things you don't want to happen. Right. Because if the law of attraction is what you expect tends to happen, then worry could absolutely have a causal effect on the very thing that you don't want to happen. Yeah. So and, and you know, the, the dots do connect there. And you know, that's another reason just so you, you know, to help you not worry. Yeah, I, I know that, I mean, I've studied all this too in, in the sense that uh, the subconscious strips out the don't, not, know and all of that. And so, right. you know, it gives you what you, what you are basically thinking or asking. So, um, so with, um, oh, here's a question that just came to me. So just to go back and now looking at the amplifying gratitude, when you, when you worked with the young people, Mm -hmm. did you teach them about that? Did you teach them about gratitude? I certainly teach my interns. Yeah, that's Um, what I meant. Uh, you know, I, I'm work, I have five interns right now. I mean, I've worked with over 300 in my career and, you know, certainly, you know, they all have the book. They all have to read the book. Okay. So that's, so, so yes, you know, in that, okay. uh, in, in that form. Um, you know, the one thing I also want to say, you know, knowing with the, you know, this being a business audience and, and around relationships that I, I want to acknowledge around the law of attraction is that it also can, you know, it's only transactional. I mean, you can't, you know, it's not going to write that book for you. It's not going to start that business. It's not going to make that business profitable. So after that, we talk about something called inevitability, which if the law of attraction is fueled by gratitude, inevitability is fueled by self-belief. So you have to kind of look at it like a business plan and say, rather than, okay, what's my three month, six month, one year, you know, three, five, 10, from point A to point B, you really want to go all the way out to your vision of what is your point B? What is that crystal clear something? You know, it could be your why. It could mm-hmm. be your personal. Why am I doing We're just talking yeah. about business, but just get so so clear about it and know, you know, through your entire, you know, self belief mm-hmm. that you will achieve it to the level of knowing that it's already inevitable, and then work backwards from that goal because you know you're going to get knocked down. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to get. So you know, it has to be strong enough. Has to be strong enough so that you have the grit. You know the self belief fuels the grit. I love your. I, I can just see you on the on the speaking tour. I can because you've got it all in here. It's it's exciting. It's really Thanks. really really good. All right, I'm going to wrap up a little bit with a couple of fun questions just to get us out of your book for a moment sure. and ask you what do you, what what is. Um, are you a reader or a podcast listener or both? Um, an audible or an audible re- reader? I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm, the answer is I'm, I'm really not quite either. Okay. You know, I read when I can, you know, if I'm on vacation, I'll have a book with me or something, but I do so much writing and okay. uh, that's where my mental energy goes. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to decompress uh, in, instead of reading, although I do love to read when I, when I can. So um, when you say reading, you're, you're talking fiction. I'm talking, it's a combination. I'll do fiction and nonfiction like, um, you know, Brendan Burchard, who I, who mm-hmm. I refer to in the book, you know, high performance habits, you know, and my wife and I went to one of his conferences. So right. uh, I, I, you know, I, I check in with that, you know, okay. I don't have to necessarily read the whole thing, but just kind of stay fresh on it. And, and that's motivating. 
Um, never really, you know, maybe it's my age and I'm in my early fifties. I never really got into podcasting before, believe it or not. I didn't really listen to podcasts, um, but they certainly gained in popularity and, you know, coming off the book, I did, I had no plan whatsoever to, to pursue that. It just kind of unfolded through different interviews and particular coincidence actually that I, I pursued as an opportunity that really convinced me to do it. So uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's the answer. It's funny because I'm not, a, I love books, but I'm, as I've gotten older, I've become less patient, I guess, or finding less time for myself to sit down and read a book. Um, however, I love to talk. And that's for me how, how the podcast started. I'm not a writer and uh, I, I don't feel confident writing, but I love talking to people and I'm curious. So the questions just come. I don't know. It's just fun. I, lo I love it. No, I um, could totally see that. <laughs> so yeah. um, is there anything in particular that you're curious about? I, I think that, you know, when I think of curiosity, it's really just about being growth minded. So that like lifelong learning, like lifelong learning, but you know, for example, uh, I, I guess one example, you know, that's relevant and I'm not trying to dive too deeply back okay. into the book here, but there's a, there's a chapter in that mindfulness section about making coincidences matter. And, oh, right. And I wanted to ask you about that. Okay, oh, really? Talk to me about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I'll just kind of skim here. Uh, but you know, my, you know, everyone can have their own belief about, you know, what coincidences are, how they happen, what they mean, what they do about them. You know, I look at them as being on, you know, something of a spectrum. I mean, if, you, if I was just thinking of you when the phone rang and I hadn't talked to you in a while, I was like, oh my, wow, you know, Janice, you know, I was just thinking, right? Or you hear things three times. You probably heard that one and, oh, that, you know, and 1111, right? Yeah, 1111 11 is another chapter 11, of course. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that, we get into synchronicity on that. Um, but they all go together that you know that whole experience of being in the flow and fueled by gratitude in particular and the more that i am in line with that the more i experience that the more not only coincidences but the more astronomical they become just for me um and and so you know you've got things on that spectrum but when from a curiosity standpoint which mm -hmm. is what led me mm -hmm. into here when something really noticeable happens you know, there's, there's the, th you know, I think it's cool when I think of someone and they call and yeah. the three times thing, maybe I'll follow through. But when there's a real like boom, I will follow through. I see that as yeah. an opportunity. That's yeah. really when my curiosity, you know, kicks in. So um, I don't think we have time to talk about the coincidence that, that led to the podcast. Um, we'll do that next time. We'll do that next time. Yeah. But it was, I'll just say that I was able to calculate it. And it was one, it was, it was me being one in 400,000 to meeting someone else one in 400,000. Yeah. See, I don't think there are any, I don't think it's a right. coincidence. I just think, I think it's meant to be whatever. Well, I mean, know, people, that's people, huge though. That's a huge right, one. Right. I mean, people so, call it by different names. You yeah. say, well, I don't believe in coincidences. That's the other thing. It's like, well, you know, or people are religious and, and you know, that, that also can come, but ultimately it's the same thing in the sense that it, it, we have that experience and there's an action to take or not. And you either mm -hmm. decide to pursue it mm -hmm. and see what comes yeah. of it or you don't. I, so, you know, by any other name, it's still that same pursuit. I, I well, yeah, at the beginning of our conversation today, I asked you about uh, another podcast you'd been on and you said, Oh, that's really strange that you picked that one. Right. I, 
And like, there's no accidents. There's no coincidence in my mind. There's a reason why that happened. And I always remember, um, and I must end this in a moment, but this is fun. And uh, it's my podcast, so I'm, I'm continuing. But um, I remember years ago, I was in a personal development program. And what, the first day we were there, this was many, many years ago, and, and uh, there was a big sign up at the front of the room. And it said, um, what are you pretending not to know? Hmm. And it was there the entire three days, right? And it just, they kept getting deeper and deeper into that. But the other thing, that wasn't what really what I was going to say. What I was going to say is they also had ground rules. And so the very first day they talked about the ground rules. And one of the ground rules was that um, uh, if it's your intention to be there on time, you will be. There are no accidents. You know, you say you come in, you were in an accident. There are no accidents. If you'd left earlier, blah, 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 blah. So it was all part of that coincidence. And it's never, you know, it was, what was your intention? And that's always stuck with me. And I think that's why I think there are no right. coincidences. That's really innovative. And, and it did, right? It stuck with you. And I bet people were on time. And oh, I, yeah. it's very thought provoking also. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it was also uh, brainwashing, I think, at the time. Oh, yeah. No, of course. That's, you know. <laughs> anyway. So, Matt, absolutely. this was a delight. Um, and as you could see, we could have, we can go on and on. But I'm going to ask you to let my audience know where they can find you. And I will put it in the show notes as well. And where sure. they can find your book. Thank you, Janice. Uh, well, the, the current site for the book is zisms.com. It has the hyphen. So, z-isms.com. Yep. Yep. Soon there will be insights to live by.com uh, mm -hmm. as the podcast comes up. Uh, my interns and I are, are working okay. diligently to get that up this coming week. Um, and of course on Amazon, right? Zisms insights to live by easy enough to find the reviews have been really very kind and encouraging. And look, I, the book is free to read, you know, the first part, both on Amazon mm -hmm. and on my site. And there's enough there for people to decide for themselves if it's something they want to buy and keep reading. So um, thank you very much to your listeners. Um, I have to ask this one last question. If, yeah, sure. if it's going to be sold in Great Britain, will it be Zedisms? I talk about that all the time. They can call and me in Canada, anything. right? Yeah, they, and Canada. I mean, you know, I had the phonetic on the book for that, for that reason. <laughs> but any international interview, you know, Australia, um, oh, you right. know, I, I, I joke about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as long as it gets in the right place, that's fine. <laughs> so much fun. Well, again, it was a delight, Matt. Thank you so much. And, and thank you listeners. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please let us know by leaving a review and rating it on uh, the uh, platform of your choice. And again, uh, remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. 
And remember to stay connected and be remembered.